big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. I can't remember. I will break. I don't want to break it. I. How did it go, Asia? You go. V S U. Not the the awkward you go. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Fill in the Blank podcast. Fill in the blank. What's good, Ayana? <laughs> What's good? How are you feeling? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. That is my simple request. What? All things fabulous, bigger and oh. better and best. I need a little fabulous to help me get along. I need a little fabulous. Is that so wrong? <laughs> Is this that white girl who used to play songs on her guitar and write? You don't know her- what that's from. Mm-mm. Do not bring shame and dishonor onto this podcast. Ariel didn't look like she knew what it was. <laughs> See, it's not just Ariel. Me. High School Musical two guys. What? Yes. Yeah, you lost me. When she's out by the pool <laughs> in all me. of her pink. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the song associated. The only song I remember from that um, is uh, "Bet on it, bet on it." Oh, bet that on one, it. that one, and it that what was it? Here and now, and if I ain't gonna hold on. To oh it. yeah, that song. Yeah, that's a good. one. That was a beautiful moment. A beautiful song. And there was you know, another one though when they're. Uh, <laughs> Why is that the one that you remember of all the songs? You know what's really funny? (laughs) It's getting to the point, though, that our listeners know that either you or I, I don't know which one they identify as the bigger Disney nerd. You. Yes, I it's hope you. so. It's, it's you. me. It's but they sent somebody is sending like Disney reels to the <laughs> podcast page. <laughs> I love that, and it's so funny, and it just warms my heart because I, I get all that. of the references. It's just, it's great. Aww. <sighs> okay. Wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, so today we're just gonna jump straight into it. Mm-hmm. We are doing. An episode about our college days. Woo! Hence why we are wearing our, repping our schools. Ayana, where'd you go to college? This actually is not where I graduated, oh. but I don't count that last place <laughs> what as in the world? world college. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Okay, let me explain. Let me explain. This is where I went for the first two years. I went to Valdosta State University. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my first college, clearly. Mm-hmm. I lived on campus, kind of. 
kind of. I had a I had a boyfriend at the time, so you know you girl. One of the boyfriends that raised you. <laughs> yes, the first one that raised me. Yes. <laughs> um. So yes, I basically lived with him. But nonetheless, I was on campus a lot of the time, and I did a lot of the like I I made friends mm-hmm. there. It, it felt like a family. That felt was like, like my the own college. Home. It was the college experience. Okay. And then my parents made me uh, transfer to a school that was closer, where I had to relearn who everybody was. And by that point, it's my junior year. Dang. Yeah. But that's where I met Anna and Bree. Aww. So yes. that worked out. That worked out. However, I still don't claim that school. <laughs> well, I claim my school. I went to the same school the whole four years, four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Illinois State University down in good old normal Bloomington, normal Illinois in the cornfields. Normal. Uh, yeah, that's what that's the town. Normal Illinois. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. So I was like, why is this place considered? Um, <laughs> I was very confused. So yeah, I went there. I went with my best friend Miranda. Uh, everybody was like, "Don't room with your best friend. It's the biggest mistake that you could ever make." I roomed with my. I won't say she was my best friend, but she was technically my best friend in high school. It was terrible. Oh, we, me and Miranda. We was like this the whole time. Mm-mm. And That's honestly, it brought us closer That's with us blessing. living together. That's yeah. a blessing. So we lived together the whole time. She graduated a semester before me. So I lived by myself for one semester, one lonely semester. Hmm. But yeah, I went to ISU. It was great. So we'll get into some stuff about what we did a little bit later when we were at well, school, we but let's not talk about that. <laughs> but <laughs> let's start off with what were your expectations going into college? Man, I had nothing but TV shows and movies and stuff to really help me understand what it was going to look like mm-hmm. because no one in my family had gone to college before. Mm. I'm the first one to go. I'm the first one to graduate. Wow. So I didn't know what it would look like. I thought it was, I mean, I mean, it's kind of exactly how I thought it was going to be actually. Really? But I just, I knew it was going to be like a bunch of like diverse people. Mm -hmm. I was going to get to know so many people. The part that I didn't really gravitate toward is when everyone kept saying, these will be the best years of your life. And I'm like, you guys are full of shit. (laughs) Full of shit. Well, it was the best years of my life. I feel like I had, it was pretty great. A grand time. I did for those first two years. It's such a nice in between phase, but okay. Anyways, my expectations when I was going into college, honestly, I was the opposite. I was so overly prepared for college because my dad um, is, well, when I was in high school, my dad is a Kappa, as you know, and he Mm -hmm. was over this program in Chicago called the Kappa League program, which is a boys program for high school boys to help them gravitate and matriculate into college. Mm -hmm. The chapter of Kappa League that my dad was over was like the best chapter of Kappa League. And those boys went to like top notch universities. Mm -hmm. So by the time it came for me, like I was going on college tours my freshman year in high school. Oh, wow. Yes. And so by the time I got to my senior year, I had applied to over 20 universities. Yeah. Well, I have gotten, I gotten accepted into like over 20 colleges. I applied to like three. Yes. So I applied to so many. I took the ACT four times. I took it none. (laughs) I took the SAT twice. Yes. And I was just expecting college. Like at that point I was ready to be free. Like that, my big thing was like college is freedom. Like It was an escape for me. I'm going to go away to school and 
it's going to be the best time of my life and I'm never going to come home. I love that. That was my <laughs> expectation. I was just like, I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to finally be on my own for once. And Wait, I was, was just, it just that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was that it definitely. Was, yeah. Some of that, some of the aspects of that slapped me in the face a bit, but yeah, I mean, because you're like, learning a lot. Yeah, but it was definitely freedom. It was definitely space. It was definitely an opportunity for me to just like spread my wings and do my own thing. You know what an expectation I had what? that I wasn't prepared for? What? I expected college to, the harder part about college was the classes. Mm-hmm. That's what I expected would be the hardest part. Mm-hmm. About going to college. Was it the hardest part? Absolutely not. Really? The hardest part was juggling everything. Yes. And like being my own accountability. Yes. That part was hard for me too. So my freshman year, I was on academic probation. I was on it on like after my one of those years. After my first semester. Dang, you were one of those. Yes. Yes. But I thought you were so prepared, Kayla. What happened? I was prepared in terms of like, I knew what I had to do to get into college. Oh, I see. But once I got to college, I knew what I was supposed to be doing oh. when I got to school. But it was just, it was so it's much freedom. Shock. Yeah. Number one. And then number two, my grandfather passed away in the middle of my first semester oh, of me going to school. That'll do it. So that wasn't great either. But it was... Like, my main issue was just that I li- quite literally was just not going to class. Like, the amount of freedom that I had that the professor is not taking attendance and it's like, you don't have to come. I didn't know how to how to manage that. I wasn't equipped to deal with. And then you're not a good test taker, so I'm oh sure you weren't, like, prepared. Gosh. It was so bad. <laughs> and then the classes that all it was were four tests. That I was not prepared for. Yeah, you, I had no clue that they could do that. I was like, where is the classwork? I thrive with homework. Yeah. Like, So the classes that I had that they literally just gave tests the whole time, I said, bro, this I might as well just give up now because I'm going to fail this class. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. And that's how I ended up on academic probation after my first I semester. Get it. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> it was crazy. So what were some of the reality things of college that you did not expect anything else? That there really is no one like, did you do this? Did you do mm-hmm. this? What about this? Did you do this? Mm-hmm. That was a reality check. I mean, people said that, but I was like, mm-hmm. my reality check, I wasn't. I don't think that like I expect it for the people to be how they are. What do you mean? Like in high school, and it's not like a bad reality check, but like mm-hmm. in high school, you know, people are really clicky. And oh, I guess they're yeah. kind of like that in college at some point different. too, but it's different. Like there's clicky in high school, but then in college, it's like you're just finding your crowd. And everyone typically finds their crowd and hangs out with their crowd. And people were so open. Yeah. They were so open in college. And like I was- College is where you find yourself. Yeah. I wasn't expecting for it to feel like a family, Mm -hmm. like in a, just living in the dorms. I mean, you're still friends with your- Yeah. And I'm still friends with mine too. Yeah. Even the one from my first one where I only went for two years. I'm still friends with them. Tony. Tony went. Oh, wow. That's where I met Tony. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that is definitely like a, like, wow, people aren't 
as crazy and bad as you think they are. Yeah. That's kind of when I had that moment when yeah. I got to college. It's like it's not all bullying and clicky crap. Yeah. It was just like more mature people that wanted to just kick it, have fun, be cool. Like it was all the good vibes, vibes. man. It was all the good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that part about it. I did too. It's like even because I it was a, I was never a big club person. But mm-hmm. in college, like it's easier to just like go find a kickback. Yeah. I loved kickbacks. Yeah. You just like go to a house party and it's just chill. And it's just chill. Man. Sometimes sometimes it's not chill, but we, it's still the vibe. I'm not going to lie. Me and Miranda, we definitely used to have people over in our dorm room all the time. Really? Like our dorm, we lived in the best dorm on campus, hands down. And they used to come over there. Like we would just have our door open and people would just come into our dorm room and we would just all be hanging out. In That's the room. how it was at. Well, it wasn't my room because it's. I wasn't on campus as frequently, but at my boyfriend's crib. <laughs> so, what was that like? Not being on campus, like being someone like where you were a commuter, mm. like someone who came, like went kind home of. and then so, came back. So, technically, I had a room on campus. I had mm-hmm. a roommate. I was friends with friends. I was roommates with a girl that I had known since middle school. Mm-hmm. Um and. You know, technically, we're literally in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel <laughs> I realized pretty quickly I didn't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I got in a relationship pretty quickly after that. And so I was always at his crib. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always had people over because his roommate was a drug dealer. So, oh. <laughs> so there was, Dear oh, God. There was oh, but I was fine with that at the time. I was like, OK, you know, it's vibes. You're like, this is just the vibes. It's just the vibes. And that's the great part about college. You just go you with just the flow. go with the flow. Who cares? You know? Just living life. So what do you feel like, I think that a lot of people talk about college being a scam. And they're like, no. College is a scam. Like, you spend all this money mm-hmm. and it's just, it's a waste. And I can't believe that. I mean, I think it's expensive, yes. But I don't think it's a scam. So what do you think... Okay, what are your thoughts, just generally I think there's invaluable experience that you gain from college outside of the actual learning Mm -hmm. of, you know, academics. Yeah. Um, I've noticed, and I won't say this is always the case, but I've noticed that there is a different mindset in people who've gone to college versus people who never went to college. Yeah. Um, their perspectives on the world are different. The perspective, it's it's a little bit more closed. Mm-hmm. And then people who've gone to college are a bit more, I won't say all of them, but some of them are just a bit more open-minded yeah. because they're used to being around so many different kinds of people with different perspectives and used to really talking about those things amongst those people. Because yeah. you have to do some of that stuff in college yeah. and classes. Um, so I just I just feel like there's invaluable experience that you get from college. I agree. I think that it's such a unique opportunity for you to be kind of like in a bubble Agreed. that you never will get in any other facet Agreed. of your life. Like it's that in between of being a kid and being an adult, like having the freedom, but then also like in some situations for some people, like I know in my situation, I still have support from my family and whatnot. So it was like, I was free to live like Mm. in and do things. But then like, I also wasn't so much of an adult that I had to like pay tons of bills and worry about working all the time. Like, it's just such a, a nice in between stage of life that, like you said, you just get invaluable experiences in college. And I just don't know 
how I would have been able to grow into the person I am or develop some of the interests that I developed if I did not go to college. Agreed. Even beyond like having proper support at home, I think being in college and being in that, in that, that age range, because like, I mean, it's different, of course, when you go to, um, graduate school but like when you're an undergrad Mm -hmm. the amount of resources that are available to you are insane that are just at your fingertips that are just literally and i didn't use (laughs) i didn't use as many as i should have i didn't use majority of those but there were just so many resources there yeah and so many like clubs and like so many like different things that you can really get into yeah that you wouldn't have access to in the normal world or yeah my world. at my school we had this thing called um up late at state mm-hmm. and they would put on these uh late night events on campus mm-hmm. and it was kind of like to promote and show like you could do fun things without getting drunk mm-hmm. like they would put on these big events and they would feed us and they would throw like parties on the quad just like fun stuff yeah and just Think about like on a random night, like you just leave the library and you walk you out and you're like, out. oh, there's something going on Literally. over there. Let's go see what that is. Literally. That's what I love. I love that so much. And you just know that you're in a in a space that feels safer, generally okay. speaking. Like I didn't have the same type of worries and concerns when I was in college mm-hmm. that I do now being an adult. Like I was Agreed. just able to kind of be free and do my thing. Agreed. Which I loved. I also kind of thought I was... Slick invincible then too though. Did you really? I mean, I just didn't really think or care about like certain things that I probably should have cared about, like mm-hmm. safety. <laughs> like you didn't care about your safety? Not really. I was always like doing dumb shit. Oh my gosh. I was look, I've always been hyper aware of that. That's probably just because of my background with my parents being like the police. Look, and I didn't give two damn like me. And I my used to call We had uh we had like officers that will walk us back to our dorms like on it's called it was we safe had walk that too. and i will call but them I never used it if i was leaving the library late at night and i didn't have nobody with me i would definitely call safe walk oh, no. to walk back my dorm and the library were literally like right there they were right next so to each other just like yeah well that's but not at kennesaw where did i oh at kennesaw i lived off campus too wow he said, wow. I should have been concerned about safety. You should have been. I should have been concerned about safety in like situations where like there's drinking involved. Oh, yeah. You know? And I feel like you definitely don't think about that type you of don't stuff think about when you're stuff. in college. You're you just like, ah, get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Okay. So let's talk about this is like the perfect uh, segue into this next topic. Mm. What are some serious mistakes that you made? Oh, my God. When you were in college. I didn't get serious quick enough. I could say that all the time. And I did what a lot of people do where the first two years are like, eh, la, 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 la. like I was doing good the first two years. I was doing fine. But I didn't realize that I needed to do more mm-hmm. until like my junior year when you get outside of those like preliminary classes and you're starting to take like your major classes. That's when I was like, Ayana, at this point, you should already have like a set study plan in, yeah. in place. But before I would just like go to class and do whatever assignments I need to do outside of that. But I wouldn't do anything more than that. And I just show up, take the test, call it a day. I'd mm-hmm. still get pretty decent grades. Yeah. But then when I got into the, my major classes, I realized I need to do more, like go to the class, take notes. I need to read beforehand i needed to like there was just 
stuff on my own that I needed to do and hold myself accountable. Yeah, I constantly made that mistake through like my entire oh, college career. Oh, the entire career. time? So I fell flat on my face my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then after I figured out what I needed to do, I literally coasted the rest <laughs> of the time. I was like, this is the bare minimum and this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I just... I just didn't care. I was so, and I'll talk more about this later, but I was so immersed in my experience at college mm-hmm. that the schoolwork mm-hmm. was like just a. That's why I say that's the hardest. It was just a technical thing I had it. to do. I was like, well, yeah. I just have to do this. Like, yeah. but I didn't gen- genuinely care because I didn't care about the major that I had. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see a future in it. Mm-hmm. So I, Quite naturally, in true Kayla fashion, mm-hmm. I just poured myself into the thing that I was passionate about and what I cared about mm-hmm. and not the thing that I was actually there to do, which was schoolwork. Mm-hmm. I did the bare minimum for schoolwork. It happened. The whole time I was there. It happened. But I think that the the real serious mistake that I made was that first semester getting on academic probation, my parents were so mad at me Mm. they almost did not let me come back they were going to pull me from school did they pay for school Mm -hmm. oh they pay for it i wish my parents would have i'm paying for this they were like even if the school is gonna let you come back we're gonna pull you how about that oh wow because you can't get it together and i was just and it was just stupid i was just knocked out like It had nothing to do with partying. It had nothing to do with anything else. But I was just in my dorm, knocked out the whole first semester. I was sweet, (laughs) bro. I slept a lot. I'm not. I I took so many naps in college that I can't. I can't take a nap now. Yeah, my adult brain won't allow me to. Mm -hmm. It's like you should be doing something productive. Yeah, I took so many. I wouldn't even call those naps. I was just indefinitely sleep through college. You slept through college. I slept through the whole thing. Wow. I was just knocked out. Wow. I figured it out eventually. Like once I had that mess up my first semester, Mm -hmm. I never went back to how sleepy I was then. But you were still asleep. But I was still asleep. (laughs) For sure still asleep. I figured out times where I could like, if I had breaks in my schedule, I wouldn't always do the smart thing, which is go to the library in between Um, classes and like read the material. I would go back to my bed Mm -hmm. and knock out Mm -hmm. until whenever my next class was. I was was absolutely sleeping in between classes. Yeah. I was more of a night owl, I think, though. Me too. So I would like do my studying then, but I would absolutely be knocked out. Yeah. I God, I had some great nap. I was a professional napper in college. Oh, wait, we didn't share our majors. Oh. What was your major? Wait, I know your major, don't I? Yeah, but I'm saying we didn't say it here right now. Well, what's my major? You tell me then. I forget. Dang, how she forget mine? I don't forget hers. And I have a terrible memory. You should have forgot. Public relations. Oh, I think it's because I I know what PR stands for now. Right. <laughs> you were like, wait, that's what that stands for? <laughs> I'm so stupid. It was psychology? Yeah, psychology. Yeah, that, it, it used to be biology. And I had it for- Biology? I, had, I was a bio major for like two years and hadn't taken not one bio classes, but ended up taking like two, three chemistries. Are you good at science? Um, I, mm, I hated learning about plants, which is why I couldn't get through the first one. But human anatomy, I was amazing at. Wow. That's crazy. But I hated learning about stupid stuff like plants. Yeah. Um, and birds. And I'm terrible at all sciences. <laughs> all the sciences, all like math 
stuff. You well, I that? could do psychology, but like. No, oh, that's a soft science. It's though. a very soft science. And I get offended when people say it, but it is a soft science. It's yeah. Soft so, but before my major was public relations, I was a broadcast journalism major. Okay. So majority of my college career, I was a broadcast journalism oh, you major. You yeah. Okay. Yep. So I did that for most of the time. But, um, okay, wait. I was on to something. So um, what are the life lessons that you learned from the mistakes that you made? Be careful who you have as friends. Ooh, talk about that one. Because your friends will either drag you down, keep you stagnant, or help you elevate. That's the truth. <laughs> You'll notice because if you keep if you keep some friends around who are like, not really going where you're going or aren't really trying to go anywhere, then you'll you'll start to, you know, gravitate towards those habits. Um, if you have friends who are trying to elevate, all of you guys are on the grind. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be perfect, but all of you guys are moving upward. And mm-hmm. it, it shows. Yeah. I wish when I was in college that I would have taken the advice that every adult tells Literally you, every adult. But- how they all say like, you know, oh, like they normally say this about high school and college. Just like it's not the time to focus on dating and boys. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that I would have taken that advice because I could just imagine the person that I would have been if I would have given more of my energy into myself. It would have been impossible for me to do that. <laughs> like, it would have been impossible for me I too. But I think I what I wish I would have done is I would have... I wish I would have learned boundaries a lot faster. That's that's very true. With myself. I just wish that I wouldn't have taken dating people so seriously. So seriously. Oh, I see. Like, you know, I was so... I ta- Like, it is not a game when me and Asia tell you, when I was in college, any guy that I had a crush on, I was proclaiming that that was my husband. Oh, that makes me happy, though, because every guy that I had a crush on, I ended up dating. So I guess that's a good thing. But they wouldn't get in relationships with me. And that's the reason why I was losing my freaking mind in college, because I was like, I love you. Oh, my God. Be with me. Kayla. Yes, it was bad. And that's the reason why I say. Kayla. It was so bad. I was so like, I don't want to use the word desperate, but borderline on that I was just so obsessive with the idea of finding the person. Why do you think that is? I think that I was just, I had so many voids that I was trying to fill. Like when, when I was in that your approach, because I think that in my mind, it was like the closest thing to finding like, an unconditional love. But with guys who weren't trying to commit back. No, none of them were trying to commit back. Well, that's back. what I'm saying. But they Why would was... pretend like they were. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't just me making it up and they were just being honest with me to say like, oh yeah, like I don't want to be with you. They would lead me on and they would tell me like, oh yeah, like I really like you. I want to be with you and blah, blah, blah. And I would cont- like ignore the things that were in my face to show me other that they were showing otherwise did they all have like a sorry i'm talking to asia now did they all have like a specific personality type or like a certain swag they were all different i was trying to keep ending up in that situation they were all assholes like they like literally the guys that 
I don't know if it was just the ISU thing, but the guys at ISU, they were not trying to be in relationships with girls. And all of them did the same thing where they would sit there and they would lead you on like, and they would, they would just be dishonest with you. And they were good at it though. So that's, I, I was not equipped to handle the, the level of trickery that they were at. No one prepared me. I was not prepared for that because I came from high school where like I was in a relationship at the end of high school. Wow. So I came there thinking like, oh, like, like these guys are taking me on dates. They are. They're dating you dating. They're taking me on dates. And they still doesn't want to like say they want to be boyfriend, girlfriend. See, I had the complete opposite <laughs> problem. I was in a relationship of several relationships the entire time. That's crazy. Like all of college. I cannot get a single one of them Negroes to commit. I they can. just all did the same foolishness. The whole time. Jesus. And I was trying. I was traumatized. I was pulling out all the stops too. I was trying. Really. I was trying to show them I am wifey material. I am the one. But I mean, I think the first year, I think I wasn't picking good either though. Like. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. I just didn't know. I was just so young and immature. And I was just going through so much when I got to college because I feel like I didn't grieve my mom's passing until i got to college wow because every it happened at that point you living on your own right you had to right and before that like with my mom passing like right before i went to high school like and then i moved in with my dad and my Mm. stepmom and i didn't really feel like i had space to grieve Mm -hmm. then so once i got to college i was grieving and i was looking so hard to fill up voids i Mm. think and I was just broken. And so I just kind of like tried to latch on to all of these. Like, I, I just thought the relationships kind of were the answer in my mind in some type of way. Bruh. And it was just bad. You know, that is one thing I wish I had learned in college a lot quicker is like healthy coping strategies. Mm-hmm. Because the way that I coped was so unhealthy. So bad. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I looked for a lot of validation through others. Yeah. When I was in college. I did too, but it looks differently. Yeah. I did it through that. I did it through just like trying to be a part of different organizations and things and just (laughs) all of that type of stuff that just did not work in my favor. I think a lot of it had to do with because I wasn't on the right path of I wasn't doing things as intentionally as I should have been. You were just wandering. Yeah, were I really was. Soul. I really was. Yeah, that that shit would fuck me up. If I kept dealing with guys like that back to back to back, I feel like I wouldn't trust nobody. I'm telling you, all of them are assholes. I, I, I dealt with one of those in it's my mind. Really crazy. The only one that was probably the closest to not being an asshole was the one that was in the relationship. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because at least he was honest with me. Oh, wow. Everybody else just lied to my face constantly. Wow. So it's just. I don't get that. It's like you do realize there are women out here who are aligned with what you want to. So why lie? Why lie? Why lie? Why take advantage of little old Aww, poor Kayla? Poor Kayla. Girl, it was rough in them streets out there in college, but. Aww. 
We gonna shift it because we'll sit here and cry about all of my terrible uh, dating experiences in college. And we're gonna talk about some of the highlights of college. Oh, man. Some of your achievements, some of the positive things that happened for you in college. What are some of your favorite All of my boyfriends were highlights. (laughs) I learned so much. I would not be I'm telling you, the experience of having all those boyfriends raised me. I'm going to say they raised me because I would never give them that much credit. But I will say the experience of being with them, I learned so much in every single relationship. And I took those those lessons to heart. And I would not be as healed or as like, full whole of a person if it weren't for those relationships which is weird i love that but i i just really took intentionality and like learning very serious so those those are the highlights um another highlight i got my license in college (laughs) did you i did okay and then a month later i had a car okay i know right that's a highlight and i still have that car okay right (laughs) one day i'll upgrade I was room room in. Um, my my first boyfriend taught me how to drive. Um, <laughs> um, I am so weak. I told you they. You found me. some great guys. I don't know how I got so lucky. I don't know either, girl. I got maybe so it's that southern hospitality lucky. that they got down south. I was blessed. I will say though, all the boyfriends that I had in college, I had known them for a very long time. Okay, so that's right. My first boyfriend I had known since middle school. Oh, that makes we were sense. had crushes on each other since middle school. Okay, the second guy. He was a weird in-betweener. He was a guy who said, I'm just chilling for an entire year until I was like, all right, deuces. Right. And then he said, wait, I think we can be more. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then I moved on to my next boyfriend who I had known since I was like six. That's crazy. And we had crushes on each other then too. See, that's how those guys actually had like respect for you and valued you. Because <laughs> they... Nah, because that last one <laughs> treated me like shit. Never mind. That man said, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think those are all the boyfriends I've had in college. I think there were some... There were some flings in some there. Some little <laughs> sprinkles in little there. little sprinkles in between. But for the most part, that's it. Okay, so the highlights of my college experience actually has nothing to do with any of those guys. (laughs) Um, So I created a modeling team when I was in college. That's a huge highlight. Called Exalt Modeling Troop. Huge highlight. We did not have a modeling team at my school when I got there. And that was one of the things I looked forward to the most about going to college because all of the schools that I visited – They had modeling teams and I was like, dang, like I really want to like be on on a modeling team. Mm -hmm. And so um, I created Exalt Modeling Troop at my university and it was my entire college experience. Like modeling was my whole college experience. Just anything revolving around modeling and EMT was who I was. And that is why people knew me on campus was because of that. Like I fully immersed myself in that experience and I took so much pride into it because it wasn't just about the performances, but like having a team and being the one to like curate that experience. I think that's amazing. And like help people find their their confidence in 
whatnot within themselves. That was like that's amazing. Such a moment for me. I think that's that's I mean that's huge even in like an adult's life. So for you to be in college and be able to curate that and create this entire like very well known group is yeah. like insane. Yeah, it was. It was really like my entire heart. Like I was so serious about Exalt Modeling Troop. I did not play producing about it. Producing even in college. Both of y'all yeah, producing. Literally producing fashion shows. Like I've trained so many models when I was at ISU. I, I literally cannot even count how many people I trained while I was there. But it just was such a great fulfilling experience doing um EMT and then I think that the other big highlight for me was I did a um I did this uh program I worked for my university Mm -hmm. uh for the freshman orientation program and I was one of the freshman orientation leaders for when people like so when they were about to like come into the school We had like our program, our freshman orientation program, and it was like a two day thing. Mm -hmm. So I would, the kids would come in and they would all be like divided out into groups. And so I would be in the room and certain kids would come to me. And it was just, that was also a lot of fun. I really loved that because I remember when I came to preview, I didn't see any black people. Mm -hmm. And that was really upsetting for me that it was just, all white people and I was like I don't know what this college experience is going to be like because I just saw the white parts of my university so being a black preview guide and being able to be like a black face for them to see and be like oh my gosh like you black like what do you do on campus and so I was able to tell them about like the real stuff like okay this is all Kayla you've always seen the bigger purpose in everything yeah look that was not me at all (laughs) like i was like i'm just trying to survive out here like this is the first time i've been free ever yeah i just i did a lot of just kind of like meaningful fulfilling things on campus which is why i say that i did not pay too much attention to my schoolwork because i was too much but i wish i had done more of that what do you wish you would have done I wish I had gone on to get a scholarship for band. Oh. I'm really sad I didn't do and that. And do band? Yeah. Would you have went to an HBCU if you did band? No. Because I didn't know how to high step. Oh, okay. I only knew how the white people did. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that is one of my regrets. I was just talking to my dad about that. I wish that you I didn't go to HBCU? Yes. I feel like I would have been overwhelmed, if I'm honest. I, I think I needed to it. be in a diverse area. Because I had always been criticized by black people growing up that I wasn't black enough. Yeah. So I, think I mean, I've had the same thing. But I had a dream of, I really wanted to be like a majorette girl. I wanted to dance. I wanted to be a majorette so bad, but I was over there playing the flute. <laughs> Which I was fine with too. And I was dancing and I was so, that's why I was hurt. I can definitely see you as a major. I really wanted to do it. You would have had a, you would have had a thrill. I know. You would have, you would have been so excited. And, and just the community within a whole as like a band, like it's legit, like a full family. I would have loved it. it. I would have loved it. The traveling, the, you would have loved it. That's my one, my one heartbreak of, what I wish that I would have did. I was just talking to my dad about this, about 
I like wishing and feeling that kind of like void of not going to a HBCU. Yeah. But HBCUs are expensive. They are expensive. And it's like, dang, if you don't got the scholarship money or you're not going into extreme debt to go to college, like you could basically kiss it goodbye. I want to be able to have enough funds for my kids to have the option. Yes. If they want to go. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Anything else that we're missing? Anything else you want to add to your to your college experience or any advice that you want to give to people who may be in college? Because I know we do have a few college listeners. Oh, God. Um, don't forget about the schoolwork. <laughs> don't be like Kayla. Please don't forget about the schoolwork. Figure out very quickly, and I mean quicker than your junior year where mm. everyone else does, but figure out your ways of studying that work for you. Yeah. Don't half-ass it. Because that's important to, if you learn discipline in college, it'll be easier for you when you get to your adult years. For sure. I will say um, in college, well, right after college, I actually did a video about this on YouTube about going through post-grad depression mm-hmm. pretty bad because, like I said, I wasn't immersed in the schoolwork. Like I kind of found an unconventional thing that I was passionate about when I was in school from my activities. And um, it's like you spend your time there. You're supposed to like get a degree that's aligned with what it is that you like and what you care about. What you want to be when you grow up. Right. And most of the time when people graduate, they graduate with degrees that they don't actually utilize in, mm. you know, in that same fashion. Like you graduate and then you're like, well, dang, like now I have to go into a career and be an adult. And what do I do with my life now? Yeah. And I think that um, not enough people are telling like kids when they're going into college that number one, they're still kids. Yeah. So it's nearly impossible. Like you're still growing and you're still figuring yourself out. Like you're not on your own yet. No, you're not. And there's so much growth that even happens from the moment that you graduate from college and you go into the real world. Mm -hmm. It's just so difficult for you to know without a shadow of a doubt that what you major in in college and what you do is what's going to be the field or the path that you're going to go into. Yeah. I don't think most people end up using their degree, which is fine. I think, uh, which poses a question for some people, then why is it worth it? It's like, Mm -hmm. again, there's invaluable experience that you'll never experience anywhere else. On top of the fact that like for a lot of companies or a lot of businesses, a lot of anything having a bachelor's is like the open door. It's like, okay, you've been to college. I know you have at least good enough thinking skills yeah, and you have a lot of transferable skills Mm -hmm. like learning discipline or dealing with diverse communities or things like that. Um, or even being timely. Like those mm-hmm. are things that they know when they see a bachelor's It's student. like preparation. It's literally preparation. And that's like what I tell my students now, like in high school that are preparing to go to college soon. I'm like, this is, all of this is just preparation for you all. The fact that you all have three minutes to get to class, that's mm-hmm. preparation because you're going to have a certain amount of time that you have to get to somewhere and you're going to need to be able to maximize your time, time that you have time management. to get to where you need to go and do the things that you need to do within that time period. Yeah. So it's the same situation with college. And like you said, it's just good for people to see. I was going to look up... Um, 
because I feel like it's kind of cool if we have some numbers behind this, but how many people utilize their undergraduate <laughs> degree in what they majored in? Is that going to just pop up? I'm it curious. curious. I'm curious. Only 27% of college grads have a job related to their major. Literally. That doesn't shock me at all. But one thing my mom kept saying after I graduated, and I'm happy that she kept repeating herself, is, Ayana, you don't have to have everything figured out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand what she meant, but she was like, Ayana, look at me. And she's literally, literally the example of this, of like, you don't have to stick to one thing. You can change your mind somewhere along the way. Yeah. My mom... She, I can't even remember what she got her undergraduate degree in, mm -hmm. but then she went on to go to law school and then, oh, she was like wedding planning or something before oh, wow. that. And then she went to law school and then she became, uh, she worked for the state, mm -hmm. uh, being an attorney for the state, I think court of appeals or something. And then she went on to be a flight attendant while she was doing that. And then she quit being a lawyer. Then she learned new skills on YouTube and then create a business out of that. So then she was a flight attendant and has her own business. That's and crazy. now she's like- uh, you know, excelling in being a flight attendant and she's doing other things within that company. Like my mom is just all over the place and she's happy doing that because when she doesn't, one thing doesn't suit her anymore. She's like, okay, well then I can go on and do this. And she knows she's going to excel and grow in it because yep. that's just who she is. Yep. And it's good to do that. And I think that people need to, I think someone told me, um, I think this was at my job. Someone told me that like, we have like three careers in us in our lifetime. I probably, I am not shocked by that. Yeah. Like we can shift and we could change and we're humans. We we're evolve. humans. We evolve and we get bored that, with things. The things that we're passionate about now probably look very different from what we were passionate about. Life will change you that way. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, I mean, uh, from what I've seen, a lot of people, uh, birth purpose out of like any pain or that they've had in their I life. was going to say like you just said the word birth but I was going to use birth workers as an example like mm -hmm. something like getting pregnant and having a baby That'll sometimes creates a whole path for somebody for what they want to do with their life work then so they want to be a doula yeah so it's just if if you are in college or if you're someone who just graduated from college and you're still trying to get your bearings like just be patient with yourself and allow yourself the, the process of being able to try out different things Agreed. and not put yourself in a box. Agreed. Have a plan. Have mm -hmm. a plan, yes. But also understand that your plan may change. It will change. It will. And that's okay. Because let me tell y'all something. I had no clue that this is where I would end up. Like mm -hmm. doing what we're doing and thinking about doing this as a career, like I thought that I was going to use my degree in a very different type of way. Like I'm back in school yeah. getting my master's right now, like about to be done with my program. Never thought mm. that this is where I would be by the time I got to the third year of yeah. my program. So things just unfold and they you have really to be do. willing to allow them to unfold. To and you understand that you, there's not always a right answer. No. Sometimes you just choose one and then you, you know, that's it. You just pick. I didn't know if moving to Chicago would be a good thing for me. Mm -hmm. Nothing told me to move to Chicago other than my gut. Yeah. And I was like, it. everyone else was like, and it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, but I feel like I got to be out there. Yep. And I did it. And everything else just fell into place. Yep. So sometimes you just make a choice. I love it. Just do it. Hey, life is going life. It's going life.
But you got to keep pushing. You got to keep pushing. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. 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 What do we do? We swimming. Swimming. Swim. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Say, I thought I was going to have to cut her off that time. I'm so sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, we're just going to wrap that segment up then. Woo! And move on. Do you have any um, fill of the week? Did you watch Back in the Groove? I did. Okay, so for the, I don't know if y'all watched it, whoever didn't watch the last episode, I mentioned <laughs> there's this show called Back in the Groove where there are these three women in their 40s dating younger men anywhere from 22 to like 32 or something. Mm-hmm. And you watched it? I watched it. Thoughts? <sighs> Wasn't it interesting? It was very interesting. These women looked good though. Let me they say that. They looked so good. They didn't look like they Brooke. Were, they were 40. Yeah. Brooke? They all I'm yeah. sorry, but Brooke? Yeah. Her body was banging. And Sparkle. Bro, Sparkle them got short. Out. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff she looked was, good too. She was like, brick. How? <laughs> Literally. Every time she walked in, that's what I thought in my Ka-dum, mind. Ka-dum, ka-dum. Yes. That thing got a beat of his own. Okay. But yeah. I mean, it was a good show. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much I agree with it fully, but I think I can agree with it to a certain extent. Like for some strange reason, in Brooke's case, I'm like, I feel like she could make it work. Yes, I think Brooke she could and make Crew, it work. they they seemed like they were on the same same footing almost. Yeah, like they were on the same wave wavelength, but. Sparkle and okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. He seems so mature. He does seem very mature, confident. But I think that the the problem that I have is just that like he's the same age as Sparkle's son. That's so, and I can't get over that. To me, that just then makes it like wrong. Like this could be your son's friend that he brings around. Do you get what I mean? Like that's. I, I mean, it, it was weird for, uh, what's his name? I want to call him Tyrone. He just looked like a Tyrone uh, Leroy. With, the, with them braids in his Leroy. head. Leroy. Shoot, he looked like a Leroy. And Leroy, too. to me, he looked kind of like a knockoff Big Sean. <gasps> wow, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a knockoff oh, Big Sean. I can see it a little bit. But uh, yeah, Leroy was weirded out by He was older than Steven. Well, he was weirded out because Steven was... Uh, Steph's son <laughs> and that was his girl and that was like that a hell no I, okay I'm sorry but I do feel like she should have pulled him to the side I agree she should have told him on her own because for the type of connection that's that they had lot. that's like yeah that's just a respect thing like that's almost like Brooke in the tattoo situation that was wild now when she did that I said she might as well just call it like call it call quits. it quits because you, got a tattoo. you have matching tattoos with this man okay but I don't think she expected him to but she did that. She's the, the one who said it. But wait, that about him getting it too? He said that. What that the thing on his leg that he got? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. So the the firework uh-huh. that was representative of their date though. Yes. Right? Okay, so that's yeah, never yeah. mind. Never mind. And then he he got the uh the little castle on his leg. Yeah, they're tripping. She should have known this man for a couple weeks. It's like you you already chose this man. And you still have what at least one other person. And I pray that, Gary. I pray they're still together. Poor Gary. He didn't have a chance. He didn't have a Don't chance. Don't nobody have a chance against crew. 
And Gary was a nice guy. Gary was a nice guy. Dang, but yeah. I don't know. He was kind of tripping with that whole, it's broke up. You supposed to tell me. Yeah, because yeah, it's nothing don't to do with tell you. you he don't got to tell you shit. That's his woman. That's why I'm like, I'm sorry that you uh, you should be getting upset with her. She should have told you because she exactly. had the chance. Exactly. Yeah, I. it was a very interesting show, but... What do you think about the, how it ended? What were your predictions before they showed? I thought... I really thought that Sparkle was going to be, like, smart enough, though. I'm not going to lie to pick the other guy. So, oh, to pick... Uh, who was the other guy? Um, I, Aoki. Oh, I loved uh, Aikyo. Aikyo. I forget how to pronounce his name, but I think that it's guy. Aiko. Aiko. I Aiko. Well, Aiko. I thought that Aiko. I think it's Aiko. Maybe I thought that what would have did it for her um, was her friend meeting yeah. them, and then her friend kind of putting things in perspective for her, like sis. Uh, he's so kind of a baby. Lie, this that the how it ended the season finale felt so overproduced to me it felt yeah. inauthentic yeah like i wouldn't have been shocked if the producers went to steph and was like so this is what they want they want you to leave with him but don't you want to have like a i choose myself moment like that you know you you've been through all this stuff and at the end of the day like you want to take care of yourself and then, then go to sparkle and it's like well sparkle you've always been this independent woman like don't you want to show that like the oldest and the youngest in the house can actually make it work type of thing yeah it just felt so inauthentic it, it felt out of the like it sparkle, felt a little much there's no way that sparkle actually wanted to choose steven no there's i don't no think way. she did even when she was talking about it beforehand when they tried to make it seem like they didn't know what their choice was going to be the way that she was talking about leaving with steven was in such like a negative connotation that, and like, it felt forced that they kissed too yeah like this whole time that they were together and they were on dates they were not uh, kissing i won't say that that felt forced um because she did mention like her moving slow in that and i area. know but i just feel like i i just i didn't see the authenticity in their connection yeah so it just kind of felt like she almost didn't want to because that's, bit, but... that's her friend's son that's wild. <laughs> There's no way. But he would he did seem like mature though. He did seem mature, but not to be dating his mama friend. Yeah, that is weird. That's crazy. I could see if it was like Brooke's son or something. And they're not yeah. they're not that close. Right. Or how about this? That Sparkle has a son the same age as him. <laughs> Still can't get over that. That makes it like really hard to that is stomach. Strange. Ugh. Okay. Kind of strange. Well, those are my thoughts. Wait, what about Steph uh, not leaving with Leroy? She didn't need to. So that felt kind of weird to me too, though. About her not not. I kind of didn't want her to end up with Leroy just because. I mean, I liked Leroy, but like he, he gave just me, seems like a good time. He well, not even just that. He just he just seemed. There were a few moments in there. I was like, I feel like that's a yellow flag. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that not a red flag but I feel like well, that's when, a yellow flag when he met her dad yeah he froze up so bad and I was like oh no this isn't gonna work even him trying to describe it to her I don't know mm -mm. but maybe he was just like warming up to it cause when she opened up about like falling in see and that's why I don't understand she opened up about falling in love with him and he was like fall in love but he said it back but but then he by like force almost but then for her to like not choose him it's like why why make such a big deal about opening up in this and you don't even and that's why i'm like i feel like maybe she wanted to leave with leroy and sparkle wanted to leave by herself and they should have did that 
because it just doesn't make sense otherwise. But I don't know. Leroy was a little. He was a little. But I could see them having a better chance of working out I than agree. Sparkle and Steven. I heavily agree. So I'm, I want to check up on these people. I want to see what's I've going on I've already stalked them. them on Instagram. It has anybody posted anything? But I'm waiting until like more time and because and, I'm guessing they won't allow them to. I wonder Post. if they'll have like a reunion or something. That would be really nice. I hope so. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I'll keep checking. You have any other feels for the week? Um, did you I watch re- the Megan and Harry thing? I didn't. I didn't okay. get a chance to watch it yet, but I really want you to watch Too Hot to Handle. Do I have to? <laughs> I really want you to watch it. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll watch it. Okay. Okay, are you guys ready for our affirmation? Yes. Okay. For our college babies. All right, I have, if you want to. Oh, masters, people. Yes. For college. I love myself for who I am and for what I have become. Oh, I love that. Should I do another one? Yeah, give them one more. I believe in my abilities no matter what is put in front of me. That's beautiful. I read it from a page. (laughs) Well, now I have to try to come up with my own off the top of my head. Uh, Um. I have the strength and the knowledge to be able to be successful. Oh, I have the strength and knowledge in order to be successful. Sorry, I had to say that. And um, I am capable of mastering any task given to me. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Mastered it. I see it. what you did there. I see what you did there. Mastered it. Mastered it. All right, guys. Well, I think that's it for this week. That's all, folks. On our college edition of Fill in the Blank. So thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, We love to chat with you all. So make sure that you are leaving a comment and you're letting us know what you think about the episode and sharing some of your own college stories. What was your most memorable experience or your biggest life lesson from college? Um, but yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at fill in the blank underscore. You can follow us on YouTube at fill in the blank podcast, TikTok at fill in the blank pod, me at as told by dot Kayla on Instagram and Ayana at Ayana dot Amore. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.